0: This moment of nerd is brought to you by the public library, (laughs) the public library, (laughs) the only place nerds hang out since Radio Shack closed. Hi there, and welcome to Hav and Charles Talk Comics. I'm Charles, and I'm here with my friend Hav. Well, a couple of miles away from Hav, but I can see him here on FaceTime. Hi, Hav. How you doing?
1: Hey, Charles. How are you?
0: And he's waving at me and yelling into his microphone. Oh, it's going to be fun.
1: Does this microphone thing work? Is this thing on?
0: (laughs) We had a little uh, technical difficulties. We were supposed to start at 8.30, and then I was late getting everything started, and then Hav got on promptly when I contacted him, but his mic decided not to work. So,
1: Yeah, there, were, there was an exploration of settings, and microphones, and USB stuff, and all sorts of Teamwork makes a dream work.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we're also, one of us, and I'm beginning to wonder if it's me or him, but we'll never know, is having internet connection difficulties. Uh, that's going to, so at the end of this podcast, if y'all are listening and you're enjoying it, and there seems to be some choppy edits. It's not the editor. The editor is awesome. The editor's not awesome, but still it might get a little choppy because we might drop here and there and I will do my best <laughs> to make it seem seamless, but I will fail. I know I will. So today we are going to talk about two comics that could not be more diff- different from each other. Well, they they could be. They could be much more different from each other because they are both comic books. So they have something in common. But Hav suggested that I read the first four uh, comics of the Doom Patrol arc that Grant Morrison did. And I suggested to him that he read the first uh, volume of Why the Last Man. And I suggested that because on September 13th, which if you're listening to this on the day it drops, was Monday that new show based on that comic by, I think it's uh, Brian Vaughn comes out on Hulu and I think FX as well. So we're going to do what we normally do and begin talking about Hobbes comic because generally we go chronological, but, and he always does older stuff than I do.
1: So far, yes, that has been absolutely true. And the, like you said, this is when the great Grant Morrison started what turned out to be a really cool run on Doom Patrol, which had already started in the late 80s, and he took over, and his first issue was number 19 of Volume 2, of Do- uh, or the second series of Doom Patrol, which came out in March of the 1989. Before that, Paul Kup- Kupperberg had been the writer and had rebooted it and done a bunch of things. Uh, sales were waning, and uh, DC decided to shake it up and essentially give Grant Morrison a carte blanche and just said, do it to it. And he went some interesting directions. And this shows kind of a preview, I think, these first few uh, four issues, few issues of his long run on that series of of just kind of the, the weird, I think, cool stuff he did. Thoughts, comments, Charles? What you, would what'd you think of, of, of what you saw, which, like I said, was pretty short. I asked you like five times, hey, we're just doing the first four issues because it's not much, but go ahead.
0: Well, I think it was a very important four issues in the arc. And I will say I had, when I, when I re-borrowed that Doom Patrol, it ended up putting me about halfway through it because a few months ago, I had already borrowed that from Hoopla and I'd read a bunch of it. I had just, it hadn't really stuck with me anything about it because I will be perfectly upfront, it's really not for me comic-wise. However, I read the first four again, and I read it for, through a new lens. First off, I read a, a lot of the opening that Grant Morrison wrote, and then I read, taking did a little research, taking what Hav had mentioned in our last podcast, that Grant Morrison had come out as non-binary queer And I read it through the lens knowing that about them. And it really, really opened my eyes on what uh, they were doing when they wrote it because as he put it when he came out and announced that that is who they are, he said when he was younger, there were not words for it. And now there are. There was no terminology. And I, I thought that meant a lot. So a lot of... What was going on, I thought, with Larry Traynor and the negative man and the doctor morphing into one being came from a very personal place for him. Now, I may be wrong. I may be armchair being an armchair psychologist here. And I don't I was just it it made this comic more meaningful to me, knowing that about the author.
1: That makes a lot of sense. And I did not read the stuff in the volume I have or or online I just really read the four issues but that does make a lot of sense that they would do that given them coming out as 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 non-binary and I think how big of a deal that was and you're right now now reading this and that and and you're referencing trainer Larry trainer's character negative man previously now rebus in this incarnation because very early on in this arc he he's without the the the, I forget what they call it. The the negative part of the you know the, the 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 ghost-like figure that comes back to visit him, and then that merges him, the negative part, and the doctor that was treating him post what had just happened previously in the series. Am I am I encapsulating that right? Synopsizing that right?
0: Yes, it it happens very early.
1: And I guess you mentioned just a second ago, Charles. You said that this was not for you when you first started reading it back, however long ago that was absent, you know, not know, back then without knowing what you know, now, why wasn't it for you was? Why was that?
0: It just wasn't it just wasn't appealing to me that much. I it was too, there was too much mystical stuff. And a lot of times when they run into the mystical stuff, I if they pull it off, and it's deep and meaningful, okay, I can get into it. The whole point of this was it wasn't deep and meaningful which I did like what? on the on the second time through I really liked that but the silliness just kind of made me roll my eyes a little bit that that was all it's just not my my kind of comic I don't I don't know how else to put it I I might actually this this will sound silly I might actually have uh, really enjoyed it more if this was a an actual novel instead of a graphic type novel
1: okay yeah i mean so a couple things to that I think bear mentioning you know when you said it wasn't deep I there there's all sorts of surrealistic some people have used the word I saw something in some commentary dada and 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 just absurdist i think stuff and uh and and yeah in this one the 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 big bad guys are the scissor men which are cutting people out of reality while a fictional reality invades are you know the doom patrol earth at one point they just show this big splash page of of kansas city and they say something like kansas city is a mess uh, uh because there's just all sorts of weirdness going on from this 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 fictional place that i i think we find out some some theory some writers just came up with and somehow it came to life and there's not really a lot of explanation as to why or how but it happens
0: yes yeah and it and it all comes down to uh Asking the two rulers of this world, and, it, and it, it's it's all based on the logic question. If you if you have if you have two two doors, and there's a person in front of each door, and one door leads to safety, and one le- le- door leads to death, or you're running down a path, it, it's been many ways. The the one I always use is, it, it, here is if you're running down a path and you're coming to a crossroad and there is a member of a tribe standing at the crossroad and there are two separate tribes that live in this area they look exactly alike one always lies one always tells the truth the one that always lies will if you go to their village you will they will kill you the one that always tells the truth if you go to their village will let you live and you're running, and you have to take one path. One leads to one village, one leads to the other. There's one person. You have time to ask one question as you're going. What question do you ask?
1: Yeah, I don't remember what the question was. That is it Larry Trainer or, or at that point, Rebus asks? Uh, the, the, the what question, was it?
0: They, the, the question they ask is, oh, what was it exactly? If the... Oh, that's gonna kill me. Alright, now I gotta look it up. I'm sorry, I, I gotta Yeah, that's get it that, right. that's what I'm doing too. Oh you have you have the book there.
1: Yeah, but it's gonna take me a second.
0: Okay. Well I, I I told you the problem with part of this is I can't really get on my iPad as much when we're doing this the way we are. So we're racing. This is more riveting podcasts. Old tech versus new tech. Why is there something instead of nothing? I've come to ask the question, why is there something instead of nothing? Yes. So it's a liar and an honest man.
1: Yes. And then one of them says there is something instead of nothing. And then he says, then you can't possibly exist. And boom, everything goes away. And I wanted to point out that two door, one always tells the truth to the question, one always lies when asked the same question. If memory serves, classically used—not classically. I know, so I'm not sure why I'm using that descriptor. Using the movie *Labyrinth*, isn't there a yes, part in *Labyrinth* there's where absolutely. there's that? There, and she gets there's it that? There's that. Uh, well, sure. I, I, I uh, I'm not great on the logic games, so I would probably choose poorly. But so yeah. Also, I do want to point out because I do have the 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 wherewithal to use the Wikipedia. You mentioned that why the last man is starting when did you say
0: september 13th
1: september 13th the the third season for the hbo max series doom patrol which borrows heavily on grant morrison's run is set to premiere on hbo max on september 23rd oh very cool so coincidence that i did not know until i just looked it up on the wikipedia
0: oh and i would like to uh, give a correction from our last episode uh, we got lots okay. of emails about this. Actually, we got no emails about this, but that's okay. We never get any emails. We whined about that in the last episode. If y'all were on the ball, you could have pointed out that the TV show I was looking for was not Young Justice. It was Titans. Titans was what I was trying to say in the last episode of our podcast. And
1: It says, oh, go ahead. You're, you yeah, broke yeah, up yeah, there I, for a second. I know.
0: Go ahead. I, Titans was, the, was what I was talking about and not young justice and i don't even remember what it was but i was like oh my gosh because it was the teen titans and then i was like no but it's young justice and yeah so my brain no you're talking well. about the live
1: action the live action show titans yeah the
0: light live action show titans correct
1: okay and that's
0: All why right. i was talking about robin well, and the other people and that's where doom patrol the tv show originally had its backdoor pilot in because the doom patrol was in the first few episodes and that's where animal man ended up part of titans also, correct animal man is where grant morrison had his one of his best runs at dc and also I and mean, just
1: i um, and and not to be picky or che- but the, the proper pronoun is their runs Sorry, just that, so you know that is correct. that's okay it's, it's hard to get used to
0: yes and they also made themselves a character in dc comics which another writer brought back in one of the crisis and killed.
1: Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Interesting. And your animal man, different than Beast Boy, though. Beast Boy is who was in. you're
0: right. See? And correct. Okay. I can't believe I made a mistake in the corrections part of our podcast.
1: (laughs) That is something to behold. And by the way, maybe we can give out a no prize, a la Stanley and Marvel. If somebody were to email us and point out all the many, you know, lies we tell during the podcast uh, and they can email mistakes, us at, w- at w- mistake, or mistakes
0: uh, we're, we're not lying we're fucking up
1: <laughs> oh well what's the email where they can send it so that we get to see it
0: Hav and charles talk comics at gmail.com
1: there you go so yeah what else to mention so so but he's talking about the doom patrol tv show I, I've I've seen some things from some of the actors. Uh, for example, uh, the actress Diane Guerrero that plays Jane, Crazy Jane, was on some social media thing. I don't think it was Twitter, but that's where I saw it. She picked up the huge omnibus of Grant Morrison's run and said, "This is this is our bible for the TV show. This is where we go to to find out where where all this is coming from." Which I thought was pretty cool. The whole, makes, the whole the it, whole
0: it makes a lot of sense, especially coming from her because that character was completely that arrives in that first comic. Crazy Jane arrives in that first comic and everything from the T V show is in those first four everything about Crazy Jane that we've learned in two seasons of Doom Patrol is in the those first four episodes. So those first four issues are two seasons of episodes is everything we know about. See, I was just, I'm just showing off now because I'm going to, I'm going to screw that up later in the thing and you're going to get all excited. Um, so everything about Crazy Jane that we've even seen is in four issues of that comic. And it's amazing because you have Hammerhead, you have Flit, you have the underground, you have the train driver, you have the it was it was really cool. I will say I did enjoy these four. And it wasn't just because of learning about Grant Morrison. I it's just the whole Doom Patrol thing as a comic, I just felt no desire to keep going. That that's it. I gotcha. Yeah.
1: Well and and it, it does go to the whole outsider not fitting in. These are all bizarre, even by comic book standards Crazy Jane, by the way, in case you haven't seen the Doom Patrol TV show, she has powers. She's got 60-something personalities, each with their own set of powers, and that only one's in charge of her physically at any given time. They change out as needed, it seems to be, when when certain powers are needed a lot of times. she has She suffers from dissociative disorder, multiple personality disorder. Even the first time she meets... Robot man, it's it's they they rip that off her painting in the rain. You know, her painting outside when she meets Robot Man for the first time, they they use in the show where they first meet each other uh, in the TV show, which, again, I just think is cool that, that they did that. I, um, absent. Oh, good.
0: I I liked Robot Man in this. Everything about him in, in this one was great. And I think they took directly from this beginning to really structure him. So no, I absolutely what the actress you mentioned said, they did just wisely. There is, there is so much that you can build upon from here. And if you read further in, you get into the street whose name I can't remember. I I did remember that, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe I did enjoy this more than I thought I did the first time I read through it. I wonder why I quit reading.
1: Anywho, is it Johnny the Street? Why am I can on remember. that?
0: I, I can't remember. But he in the
1: Danny the Street. Danny, Danny the Street
0: in the TV show. He is one of my all-time favorite characters, possibly in anything. Ascension Street. That's again, I believe, transsexual.
1: Right, I, and and is a haven for outcasts, oddballs, people that, that people. Persons that don't fit in, maybe, in mm-hmm. regular, polite society, however you want to uh, talk about it. And, and, again, going back to what you're saying about where Grant Morrison was coming from, maybe why this, that's why they were so attracted to this property, especially, oh, because I did make this note. When he took over, DC not only said here, apparently, do whatever you want to, they also stopped submitting it to the comic book code authority for approval so there was no uh, having to worry about them not putting the stamp of approval the little cca thing in the corner of the cover i thought that was interesting to to note
0: well you can clearly see what i think of that code of authority thing just looking at our logo
1: yeah yeah exactly (laughs) that's true Uh, good point Ooh, nice uh nice the thing you did with uh, the going to something else yeah what else so yeah robot man you know has you know he's brain in a robot not being able to feel like physically feel anything and going through all that you know that's that's there you had the 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 negative man larry trainer merging you don't have elasta girl she's apparently left the team at this point although i think she comes back there you go she's that's right if you're some bad brouhaha she's out of commission
0: one of the things that they also did for to bring him in was they had the last writer kind of clear the boards right he so she's in a coma the robot man has checked himself into a uh, insane asylum because he just can't handle what he's doing what's going on with himself uh, that's where we first see the scissor man, and that's why he meets crazy Jane because she is in an asylum because she's crazy in all the delightful ways, (laughs) or actually horrifying ways. So she's in an asylum. Oh, I had somewhere where I was going with this. Well, I guess we'll just move on.
1: Well, uh, I was going to say also this run, you know, the, the, the writer that originally came up with created Doom Patrol was this gentleman named Arnold Drake. Born in 1924, uh, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. I'm not. This is an all encyclopedic memory or anything. Uh, there, there was a nice comment that he made apparently towards the end of his life because he passed away in 2007. That he did appreciate and very much like Grant Morrison's take because he felt like it was the most true to to the comic book, the original comic book, and the and the the just. Wackiness, off the wall nature of of where they could go, and these types of characters. So,
0: that is very. I nice. thought that was neat. Yeah, uh. Uh, but what what I was trying to say is they they cleared the board, they set it up so he could reassemble the team. That was where I was going with, the, so excuse me, they Grant Morrison could assemble the team the way they wanted it to be. In the bit I read for the, hoopla graphic novel that i had that he'd written a forward to they'd written a forward to they said that they came up with almost everything for th- that they wrote in a week period of brainstorming it just came to them in a bolt and bang and wow had everything they needed to write all of this so that
1: is really kind of cool that's amazing, because it's not a short run that they had on this comic book. No, no, it's uh, not. Uh, and, uh, well, speaking of clearing the board, I did read this one tidbit also. I, I did not read anything on the Ford, but I was just kind of looking up stuff. While clearing the board, there was a, a shot of a character in a background of an ape-faced little girl that Gr- Grant Morrison took up. And eventually, he uses in his run that's this ape-faced little girl named Dorothy. That plays a prominent role in the TV show, and then eventually in, the, in this, in this, in his run on their run on Doo Patrol.
0: Yeah, they, all of season two. Yeah, Dorothy is slightly important to season two. Correct. No spoilers, for something that came out last year.
1: Yeah, it's, it's been out for a little bit. If you haven't read it yet, that's kind of a you.
0: The I haven't read the TV show that came out last year.
1: Or you know, you know, Ooh, I haven't re- haven't read all the episodes.
0: Did Did you? Did you kind of mess I, yeah. that like I do? Okay, I, good. I just I did. Since, yeah, I, talking, I sure did. I was talking about season two of the TV show, the episodes.
1: Correct. You got you got me.
0: This has been another was it? edition of Corrections on Charles Talk Comics. Corrections brought to you by the public library. Their mistakes are free too, yo.
1: One other note I had before, because there's not. There, it was it was a cool run, run. It's four issues. It's it it's a pretty quick read. I feel like, like, I think you agree. It's a pretty good introduction to, to, to Grant Morrison's run, uh, the, the original creator though, Arnold Drake, the Doom Patrol came out apparently shortly before X-Men and the, yeah, odd, you know, outcasts, but, and, and the leaders in a wheelchair, a lot of people have insinuated or just flat out said that Stanley ripped off Charles Xavier and the X-Men from Doom Patrol then there well i remember back way when it was well which one really came out first because of you know writing and publication dates but i think it's established now that Doom Patrol was first and X-Men which eventually became uncanny X-Men shortly after Arnold Drake at one point in time was kind of Kind of riding that wave, saying, "Ah, he must have ripped me off." Because look at uh, Charles Xavier. But then again, towards the end of his life, said, "You know what? D- two people can have similar ideas that go completely different directions." And besides the outcasts and oddball aspect of it, and a leader in a wheelchair, eh, pretty different, I think, where these two were at, especially in the '80s, uh, where when this comes out.
0: Oh, yeah, I and mean, they were different then too, because the type of outcast they were. They created a whole – the mutant thing was a whole thing, and it was a group of basically teenagers, whereas with Doom Patrol, Patrol, it was a group of adult freaks that had something going wrong with them, if I remember correctly. The, the closest thing to the – they're very similar is they were both in wheelchairs. But Xavier's right. bald, man. He's bald. That's completely different. A bald man in a wheelchair is completely different from a bearded man in a wheelchair. Come on, man.
1: Well, and uh, yeah, and I don't think Chief uh, Calder, Professor Calder, has any powers uh, that that I recall either in the comic book or in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that. One other thing that the show borrows on that eventually comes out in the, com- in the comic book very later on, like in issues like 30, 40, or 50 something that, that they, again, they, they, they use point blank in the show is that Calder cr- helped create these, these, the, the, these, these, uh, these people that helped them get their powers and, and created the circumstances that gave them their powers for better or worse and usually worse. Mm-hmm. And that of course becomes an issue well, I because mean,
0: he, he, he did make robot man, right? So right, that that's let the dude die. I have his brain. I can put it in this. Yeah. Okay. Maybe maybe let me die. Or why can't I just be in a jar? I mean, brain in a jar. Why isn't that? Well, I guess robot man's better, but still. Wow. Yeah, you're, you're thinking of a way to put my dead brain in a jar now, you bastard.
1: Well, I'm just wondering, like, would it be like a potato that maybe it'll start growing if I put it in some water?
0: No, but it will, you know, it, it, like a potato, if you stick electrodes, in, electrodes into it, it will run a clock.
1: Nice. Nice.
0: <laughs> Science, yo. Uh,
1: okay. I, well, I liked it. Uh, and, and I'm glad that you enjoyed it more so maybe this time, given, you know, learning more about the author. And we didn't even mention the artist, by the way, which is my bad, but.
0: I never uh-oh. mentioned the artist. We had this conversation last week or two weeks ago.
1: Yeah. I think there were a lot of artists on this run, and I don't remember who the primary artist was on these first four issues, but I feel like trying to give them some due, which was Richard Case and Carlos Garzon uh, on these first few issues, I believe.
0: I like the art. Uh, Yeah, I did too. I thought it worked really well.
1: Yes, you get Scissorman, you get fictional reality trying to take over reality and putting people in a non-reality, and it's just a fun ride. Let's
0: talk about the Scissorman, because I had to do some research.
1: I did not, please.
0: Okay, so the reason I did research on Scissorman is there's an author who is one of my all-time favorite authors named Terry Pratchett. He writes books, Hav. You wouldn't understand. Uh, he passed away sadly recently, not recently, last few, a few years ago. It was early all onset Alzheimer's, and it kind of sucks when you lose one of your favorite authors because you don't get to read his books anymore. Then it sucks when anybody dies. In one of his books called The Hogfather, he had a character appear. The whole premise of that book was someone had killed their version of Santa Claus, which was The Hogfather which meant all of this belief was out there because belief is a real thing and it can create gods. So at that point, anybody could create really any god. And a child was talking about the scissor man, that that's when you sucked your thumb as your kid's... He was told that the scissor man came and cut off their thumbs. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I thought that was something Terry Pratchett had come up with. But the fact that that Grant Morrison... Terry Pratchett is an Englishman. Grant Morrison, he's... uh, They're Scottish, right? I believe so. Yeah. Made me think, wait a minute. That's two UK type people that have mentioned the scissor man, so I decided to look up the scissor man and it was based on a German book of illustrated book of of children's stories and the scissor man was one of them. And I was reading this and it is considered and this was in the 1800s. It was considered one of the first graphic stories, uh, like basically like a first comic book. And the reason he did it was he wanted to buy his child a s- picture book, a s- picture story book as a gift and could not find one, so he made one. I'm not going to get into more of them, but I would not give any kid I was associated with this thing. It sounds horrible.
1: Well, you're talking about just European... You know, folk tales for kids are always seemingly very, very freaking dark, right? You get, oh my gosh, yes. You, you got uh, apparently did they cut off some body part of a kid for sucking their thumb in that yes, 1800s thing? They cut off their thumb. Yeah, the, the, you, apparently
0: the story, the story was the doctor that the child was told by their parent to stop sucking their thumb or something bad would happen. And then the parent left and the child stayed at home and sucked his thumbs, so an errant tailor broke into their house and cut off his thumbs. The picture of the there is a picture in the article of a scissor man with the red legs and the giant scissors, not not like the, 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 the scary ones, but that one picture that is literally from an illustration that was in an English translated version of this book. So they kinda lifted that and put it in there. I, if I, if my Google searches worked correctly or they just drew it like it was, it was just, I, I was horrified. I'm like, oh my Lord, the scissor man, I've been sucking my thumb almost nonstop since then.
1: There you go. And now, now you know what's going to happen tonight after we're done with the podcast. I hope you're happy. And hey, gentlemen,
0: if my thumbs are cut off, please tell the police it was Hav.
1: (laughs) What? Huh?
0: I mean, my lord.
1: Grim, the grim fairy tales are pretty. The original iterations of them, from my understanding, not that I've, I mean, I've heard or I've read stuff about. They're just freaking dark. They're just dark. The whole kids, you know, put getting put in the oven, and that, and now that's about the 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 depth of my knowledge right now of grim fairy tales. But just really dark stuff. If you go back and apparently get into the original quote-unquote fairy tales
0: this has been a literary minute by hov a literary minute by hov brought to you
1: by the public library and that's why you should read boys and girls maybe read more than comic books maybe i'm not saying i do but you should do as i say not as i do
0: hov what do you think about girls fairy tales i've heard they were bad okay thanks (sighs) hov
1: yeah they're they're too dark, but let me tell you about this comic book where there's these scissormen now that is really interesting I had no idea. I did not even think to to googleize that. I'm glad you did because well, I think that's really interesting.
0: It was only because it's not the first time I had heard of the scissor there you I, go i I have heard of the scissor women, and go ahead and Google that. everyone at home Google that you're welcome
1: I'm not touching that with a ten foot pole
0: that's what she said there you go so I'm glad we both enjoyed that, and I may have to go ahead and read more of that. So the book I suggested was Why the Last Man, because as I've mentioned on a couple of pods, I saw that it was coming out on Hulu. I had never really heard about it. I had thought I'd seen something about it, and I immediately watched... First, I watched the trailer, and I was like, huh. And then I grabbed the first graphic novel, ran through it, and then ran through all 10 volumes. And by run through... Wow. I, I, by run through, I got through them in about oh my two days. Really? Yeah, they're comic books. Hub. Yeah, because
1: there's six. Yeah, there's sixty. No, yeah, but I mean yeah, that takes some dedication. There's there's sixty issues in in the in they're, the full series. They're picture books, huh? Okay, I get it. You look down on comic books. It's I, weird that you're doing a podcast yes about them. I don't look down
0: on comic books. I love comic books. They just don't take that long to read.
1: No, they they really they really, especially don't. They really when, don't.
0: Especially not when especially not when they're When you're really into it, if you're really intrigued by it, you can sit, you sit down and you just want to go, okay, I want to know what's next. I want to know what's next. I want to know what's next. It's the same way. If you get a really good novel that you're really into, you read it in a day.
1: Yeah. Or a day and a night, because I just remember the first time I read The Shining in high school, late middle school, early high school. Scared the crap out of me, but just got through that and like it started it after school one day and then stayed up pretty much all night till like got done late late that night early the next morning so yeah I, yeah absolutely it, it i don't blame you i i had read a fair amount of the series but i didn't get through the end i i bowed out somewhere in the 20s or 30 issue range which is probably stupid on my not probably stupid on my part because it, it it's it's good i need to i need to finish it now that i know that it's on the hoopla and also be curious to, to see how it compares and contrasts with the show that's coming out on Hulu FX. So the, the premise is, if I may, that you, may, you, you may. have young Yorick, who is a, a I guess, amateur, because I don't think he's professional. He's an escape artist, magician, who's out of work. His mom is a U.S. representative, His girlfriend, who he wants to propose to and kind of does, is in Australia. And then, all of a sudden, all the guys of every species, including humans, dies. Except for Yorick, his monkey, Ampersand. And I think you find out later some other dude. But way down the line, or further into the comic,
0: massive, massive spoiler. That takes a long time to get there.
1: Sorry, this did come out in two thousand two. So I
0: mean, come on, dude. There's that. Uh, Well, you know, okay. This we are not going to talk about the end. I mean, what is with you in this? You're like, hey, we're we're going to talk about this, and uh, it's it's a it's a show and it's a mystery, and. The main character was actually the murderer. Now let's discuss the show. I mean, Bill. Hey, hey,
1: hey, Darth Vader was Luke's dad. Okay? All right? But, Just but so everybody we, knows. Can we
0: start discussing the trilogy before you... you we're going to talk about the Star Wars trilogy in which Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's dad and Leia is his Luke Skywalker's sister.
1: And they mugged down.
0: And they do, and they do.
1: And and Obi Wan Kenobi's a freaking liar. Yes, that that's that's my takeaway. From a certain point freaking of view, lie to his face. And the point of view yeah. is
0: you are a damn liar. The other point of view is that when the first movie came out, Darth Vader was not Luke Skywalker's father. <laughs> Princess Leia was not the twin brother of Luke Skywalker. And I love how George Lucas often. You know this is this is amusing segue in I'm a segue in a segue. It's taken us a while, but God, we've come back to our one true love. Anyway, he he even kind of hems and haws. Oh yeah, I've always meant for it to be that way, and and yeah, that that, that it was no, it wasn't. We watched the movie. It, they weren't. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, you, you you ramrodded some stuff in there. It was pure beautiful comic book. It, it Star Wars is beautiful comic booky stuff. And I do think at one point I'm going to have you read The Star Wars, which is a Marvel comic that came out that was based on his original kind of where he was going with it. And it is not great. And I absolutely loved it so much. I've read it twice. And it's, it's, okay. on, it's on Marvel Unlimited. So so we'll probably read that at some point. That's not we're going to should I should I switch that No, I'm not going to have you read that for the next time. I know what I'm going to have you read. But diff,
1: different than the ongoing Marvel comic book that came out shortly after a New Hope. Oh yeah, yeah, now, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, now it's, known it's as a, a New Hope.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, it is a completely different thing. It's it's completely different characters. It it was based on some of the original work he did while creating Star Wars. Gotcha. And since you and I no, are old I, enough to just call Episode one is Star Wars because when when I saw it in uh, up until we were in our 30s, it was Star Wars, Empire and Return of the Jedi. Then they came out with the other ones and right. they're like, oh, no, it's called A New Hope. It's like, OK, OK, you, that's fine. And I'll call it A New Hope when people want to get pedantic about it. But we all knew back then if we were talking about Star Wars, we meant Episode four we were talking about Empire, we said Empire. If we were talking about Return of the Jedi, we said Jedi. Yeah. This moment of nerd is uh, brought to you by the public library. <laughs> the public library. <laughs> the only place nerds h- hang out since Radio Shack closed.
1: Okay. Sure. I'll go with that. All right. Why the uh, last man? Uh, yeah. Not, and by the way, not why the last man, like the bad joke you made before we got on the podcast. Why, like the letter Y, as in Yorick, the last man, not why, why the last man? question mark no not really? w-h-y hold on.
0: hold on why is it why the last man
1: i i was guessing because his name is Yorick.
0: you were okay 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 so
1: or or chromosome y i guess i don't is.
0: know okay i i think it's the chromosome
1: okay well his name happens to start with a y also I, and I he know. happens to be at this point in time the last man so there's that too
0: that's true. You know what? And I won't I I will not. I will not maybe maybe that is a it's probably a double meaning now that you've mentioned it. Now I I'm sorry I jumped on you to dunk on you cuz I never thought about it being Yorick the last man. I just thought about it being Y as in the chromosome. And since you've yep. already pointed out he's not the last man,
1: again that you find out really apparently really far into the series. <laughs> so my bad. But for a long time he is and Hey, hey, okay, so getting back to the comic, I did enjoy it. It's 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 also oddly timely because, in some ways, this is a weird pandemic that's obviously struck men way worse than women, uh, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, in society, you,
0: you, think, you, you, you think it struck them way worse than women. I mean, there are there are two males left, as far as we know, in this first arc There are two males. Of any species, one human and one monkey in the entire. But it's 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 worse on men than women. A little bit, little little bit. worse. Yeah. Death
1: rate, death rate, death rate's a little higher yeah. for males 99. apparently.
0: Point nine, nine point nine 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 Keep on going. Yeah. Put yeah. the line over it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because they're all dead, and you you get these weird factions that you you get to see in these first six issues. First, you get uh, the Democratic senators and representatives have, have just started sitting in the White House, and you get the widows of the Republican congressmen, because they were men that, that died because of this, and there there's just a weird confrontation, in the in, apparently in the front lawn of the White House, that gets pretty ugly pretty fast, until... Eventually, the secretary the the had been was the Secretary of Agriculture a woman Bush's, a Republican shows Bush's up
0: Secretary of Agriculture. That's how far it went down for the new president of the United States because everyone in the Bush administration was a man. They were like, and I was very pissed off. Okay, I have to say something about this going in because I really did enjoy it. Some of the things I did not enjoy about it, and I want to call it dated, but it took place after nine eleven. So how yeah. dated is it? But the abject collapsing of the world that they did in this because it was women that took over, I kind of don't buy as much. I, 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 it would be bad, don't get me wrong, but the, oh no, no one knows how to make food and no one can keep the electricity on and the phone lines don't work because women, women's can't do that. I, it, I, I mean, it became a dystopian hellscape in an instant with no power and no one had the knowledge to do any of that stuff. That's ridiculous. Anyway, that was my soapbox. That was my one flaw. And I'm going to be curious that here we are a number of years later to see if how they go that route and if it's going to be as bad for as long. Now, that could also just be the beginning because it would cause some huge problems if half the population died, even if it was just I, I just felt that some of this was there was a lot of hand-wringing of the women. Oh, and wh- how can we possibly do all of this without the men and, and what have you? It bothered me. If you get deeper into it, it was a little better in some places because, I mean, you go out into any rural area and ain't nothing going to change because the women are doing all the work the men are.
1: Had not thought of that at all. it, it, it just thought that when half the population in this situation with whatever causes this to happen in this, in this world, if half the population dies, it's going to get shitty really fast. And just people in general, men, women, whoever, people are shitty. People do weird stuff when they, there's a power vacuum. And and speaking of, you also get the, you get the Amazons. The, the, the Amazons are a group of women that apparently are pretty okay with there being no more men. And if they were to get their hands on York, they would make sure he's goes the way of the dodo as well. Is is, is what I take away from it.
0: But matter of fact, when they find out, they start pursuing him. Right. They, they want to find and kill him. We going back to Hav talking about the front lawn of the white house. What happened there is York had finally made his way from New York, right? He was in New York. He had made his way Correct. from New York ...to Washington, D.C. and found his mom living in the White House. While they're there, gunshots are fired into the room that they're in in the White House... ...and she drags him downstairs and locks him in a vault... ...and goes out to confront the wives of Republican congresspeople... ...who are demanding at gunpoint that they be given their husband's seats... ...because so many that They're quoting the fact that 48... I don't even know if it's a fact. There was a fact in this universe. I don't know if it's true. That 48... Congressmen have died, and their wives have run and been elected. Every time. Every time, and that means they should get it. And Yorick's mother is pointing out, but they were elected, and they're claiming, "Well, you're just trying to seize power just because you were you are in, and we should get this. You're trying to wipe us out, and this is your way to do it." And then, that's you are correct. That's when the republican uh, agricultural now president comes in well comes in not quite so because if gun goes off and kills the hostage secret service agent because one of these women is holding a gun that evidently again i don't know republican congressmen's wives all of a sudden in this reality can't use guns i think i think if a republican congressman's wife read this she would be very offended because i'm pretty sure there's mandatory gun training for every republican wife child congressperson's wife child etc in america i I think that's just a rule in the republican party but anyway accidentally kills someone and then is killed by a secret service agent because that's what happens yeah and yeah the president then steps in. Who's been wishy-washy about being a president? Because when she's found by the member of the Culper ring, 355, is that her number?
1: Correct. 355
0: finds her. She says, oh, no, I'm just this farm woman. I can't be the president. That bothered me, too. You're a politician. Politicians tend to step up. Somebody has to do it. That bugged me again. Yeah. Some, of that, some of that, the way some of the women responded bugged me.
1: Well, speaking of uh, the, the woman that is Agent 355 of the Culper Ring, which I thought was a cool historical callback, which goes all the way back to the Revolutionary American Revolutionary War, Washington, uh, George Washington, famously had a, a ring of spies at the time the colonies, cities that were held by the British that would give him information, and that was the Culper Ring. There was actually a pretty uh, it 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 played loose and fast with the actual facts and historical facts but there was a cool show on the history channel or amc i forget what it was that was pretty good i i enjoyed it i enjoyed it immensely but i thought that was a cool thing that the couple ring unbeknownst to everybody is still around and agent 355 was a part of that and and i i think she was the agent that was in play there on the, on the, on the white house lawn when all that went down. She so I, like I said, just a cool historical thing. I thought. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. And so uh, at, at that point, that's where the president is introduced to Yorick and they realize that they have to do something. Now this whole time Yorick, what he wants to do is go to Australia because that's where his girlfriend is. Or as he says, his fiance, because he was in the midst of, asking his girlfriend to marry him over the phone while she's in Australia, and then all the other men in the world die, and the phone lines instantly go out.
1: Yeah, because that makes sense.
0: Right. Well, There's, if there is not a man alive to keep it running, they're going to go out immediately.
1: Well, yeah, because who's going to be you know, cranking the, <laughs> the thing on the, on the thing that keeps all the phones running?
0: I mean, I don't even know that much about phones, but I got to figure it's going to be, be able to run... A short amount of time without men being alive. Yeah, just, uh, testosterone makes the world go round. I mean, clearly, this is what this is saying.
1: You know what? Until you mentioned all this, I was just thinking, okay, yeah, there's a dystopia, dystopian reality because of this. But you, you're you're pointing out some some good points here. That yeah, why why would the phones just completely just everything go dead? What why could, right away? Why
0: couldn't they get the power back on?
1: Uh, yeah okay there, uh, again there
0: are women that know how to do that
1: again good point
0: I th- th- that's all I'm just saying that there there are women in positions where they know how to do these things and they can bring other women in and teach them how to do these things now some of that will take time but in emergency situations you can teach people and get things going
1: well well maybe the women were too busy organizing as the Amazons and getting the women that are part of the Amazons to burn off one of their breasts yes is, is, is and they say that's a thing because the amazonian women would do that so they could shoot bows and arrows better and that's why these women are doing it and again speaking of weird plot devices or maybe holes why would women because all the men are died say you know what amazon's good idea how do i burn my breast off and which one left or right i'm righty so does that mean i do the, right, well, yeah, the see,
0: that, that that's the real question yeah is it it, it, it's the right. I would think it's the right breast for right-handed people because that's how they draw their bow. Hav and I are both, by the way. Hav and I are both drawing bows. I can see him doing it. He's not looking at me, but he and I are literally both drawing, <laughs> drawing our our bow on our because we are dorks, massive, massive dorks. So,
1: uh, so that okay. Uh, uh, you, hold on, you, hold on. You...
0: I want to go back to Terry Pratchett. Terry Pratchett. I I know this is, I I apologize, but Terry Pratchett had a book called The Monstrous Regiment. It was about a group of young women that joined the army, unbeknownst to the men, they join as men. And at one point in it, their lieutenant finds out and he talks about this, the Discworlds. And the women warriors, they're Amazon people, and they cut off their whats and he's all aflutter. The, the lieutenant, and they're, they're, they assure him, none of us have cut anything off. And then Polly goes, well, other than our hair.
1: Ah. Ooh. Ooh.
0: <laughs> because women have long hair, Hove. I don't know what you're thinking there. Gotcha. Yes. Well,
1: don't talk to Sinead O'Connor about that. Well, anywho. So there's that.
0: So that was a nice callback for Terry Pratchett, my one of my favorite authors who's dead.
1: That you've now mentioned twice in I, one I, podcast, I, it, which is cool but it, it, that it's they, they organically.
0: Both, yeah, they were both. It came up from both of these uh, stories.
1: So you said these didn't have anything in common. Boom. Yeah, they both had Terry Project connections. They did. Speaking of the Amazons, at the very end of this arc, you find out that Yorick's sister... At the very, I,
0: at the very end of this arc, we find out that Yorick's sister is an Amazon.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Correct. And and then you're kind of like, OK, they're eventually going to meet. How's that going to go? Yeah. When she finds out that the guy, the one guy alive is you, her is her bro.
0: You know how it goes, Hav? Not great. It doesn't No, i would bet not. So not not only do you find that out, what you really find out is that the Amazons aren't this thing that just came out of nowhere. There's a cult leader. I mean, it is completely, totally, absolutely a cult. And it has a cult leader taking advantage of people in a dangerous, uh, emotional, stressful time.
1: So, no, how, that hasn't happened recently, has it?
0: No, I wasn't making an implication on that. I was just saying that this oh. is purely cult leader stuff. Uh, yeah. Based on the way the woman that's the cult leader was written.
1: Okay, okay. I'm just saying, you know. Including
0: making hero kill a girl.
1: Yeah, that that, that kill was Kill her
0: or kill yourself. Yeah. Should have shot the lady. Here's the thing. If someone hands you a gun and says, "Kill this defenseless person or kill yourself," your best bet is just to kill that person. That that's
1: kill the really really bad person yeah, kill the that person gave you
0: telling you to do that. Kill kill defenseless person or kill yourself. Uh, I choose option 3. Yeah. Don't kill anybody, folks. I just lectured my sister and my nephew about not killing people earlier today. And I said, I'm not a violent person. And I did say violence was only sometimes the answer. So
1: good. Hey, so to go back real fast, when, when, after the White House, that's when they go to Boston to find the doctor. That's the expert. That is correct. They,
0: they, they decide that they have to go, they have to find a geneticist who we've met earlier. Because she is pregnant in a hospital the night that all the men die.
1: And, and she's pregnant with the baby. Yes. And... and the
0: baby, she says, is her clone. Actually, her brother's clone. Actually, the clone of... I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. It's the clone of her brother's child who has leukemia and they can't find a donor for. And it, it's a boy child. And she believes that her cloning because it happened right as it was going on, is what caused everyone to die.
1: Right when the baby's born, Premature. like the, the, the prematurely, the doctor or, whoever, or the nurse, the male the doctor. Uh, medical yeah, the doctor, doctor the... that's there, dies. Like bleeding out of his eyes yeah. and ears dies.
0: So she's convinced that it's her that does it. When they find her in Boston, they finally find her, and they say, what are you doing? And she says, I'm looking for a cure for breast cancer and 355 yeah. says in the a little late for that and she says well if this is it we should at least die we, we should at least end without having that hanging over us or something along that lines so it wasn't it was actually a, a pretty good justification for it but could but they were like well you got to start cloning again and that's when right. they introduce her to yorick and the monkey and she gets really really excited about the monkey much to Yorick's chagrin
1: yeah <laughs> i love yeah that. It's like- I'm right here. You're excited I'm about the, the freaking monkey? Uh, well, and speaking of, you know, her turning turning that page and going to cancer research right after the the, the ill-fated birth of, of, of the clone baby, why wouldn't she... Is there any explanation, and maybe spoiler, and tell me if this is a big spoiler, is there any explanation why she didn't just dive back in and try to figure out, was it the baby born, and if so, why, and can we clone men somehow and make men by cloning them or try to Uh, they
0: don't they don't know what killed the men at this point it was not her baby her female baby that was a clone of her she was cloning herself gotcha yeah so it was she did not clone a baby boy Uh, her reasoning to not do that is she was she'd be afraid if she did that she said i'd kill all the women the next time but she did not kill it i mean i can spoil the whole thing for you and tell you what happened
1: Okay everybody that doesn't want to know the ending you better stop listening now. I'm not going or to. Or you can just I'm, tell me I, you can just, just tell me it. afterwards.
0: Yeah, well no you're going to read it all. You said you were going to finish reading it.
1: Yeah, uh, I say lots of things. Yeah, Come well, on. You have Come to on.
0: you have to finish reading it in order
1: to know. So no, I'm it's, not. It's uh to. 60, dude. I liked 60 this. issues. I liked it, uh, it You you issues? just point six, 6 60 issues. You just pointed out some pretty big I'm not they're not plot holes. They're just plot problems with what? the whole society going down the drain in 0.0 seconds when all the dudes die. I'm sorry. That was a really good plot problem. Like the phone's going dead like that. That was interesting. But uh, no, it it is. That all said, yes, after getting done with this, you want to know more and you want to see where it goes.
0: And it's, and it's worth it. Every, every volume is good. Like I said, I have problems with it, but I mean, that's the whole fun about doing something like this is we can nitpick things we like. I mean, good lord.
1: We just nitpicked nitpicked nitpicked, nitpicked. the 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 hell out of Star Wars. Yes, and we I did. think I mean, self admittedly
0: I I that is all we did about Star Wars, a thing that the two of us love more than we love our own children, mainly because neither one of us has any children. Um, There's that. That would be the only reason we would love Star Wars more. I don't love Star Wars more than I love my niece and nephews.
1: My nieces and goddaughter. No, I don't. I don't love Star Wars more than them or my wife or my family and friends. But I do. I do like Star Wars a whole bunch. That said, uh, funny you mentioned Star Wars because today is the 55th anniversary of Star Trek's debut on on the U.S. airwaves. Really? Did you did you know that? I did not know that. And I'm one of those weirdos in, in sci-fi fandom. I like each of them equally. Okay. I'm not going to pick one because you can't make me. You know I what? like both Star Wars and Star Trek.
0: You, you know what I watched while I was eating dinner before we got on this podcast? Part of the reason why we were late? What? Episode of Star Trek Voyager.
1: There you go. Yeah. And I watched that Well waiting to start this, I decided, you know what, let me watch that first episode where No Man Has Gone Before that aired 55 years ago today. So, I did. It was cool.
0: Yes. The nerd, uh, the nerd is strong in both of us.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Hey, speaking of nerd and strong in both of us, you were mentioning, you know, well, we're, we're talking about this thing that killed all the... All, all the men, there was that movie, and I have no idea if it was based on a book or any, any other piece of literature or type of, of, of non, you know, if it was based on something. Children of Men. Do you remember that movie where the, there hadn't been a child born in years? Julianne Moore's in it. I swear, it's, it's not Children of Men. That's another. I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just thinking of this.
0: Welcome to our
1: reoccurring segment, Hav Types.
0: Hav types brought to you by the public library.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 2006 sci-fi action thriller. Yeah. Boom. I wasn't wrong about the title. It just, I thought I was uh, Clive Olin, Ju- Julianne Moore. So the basic plot is it's been 18 years since there's been total human infertility
0: from the COVID vaccine.
1: Well, that or from injecting horse dewormer, maybe, maybe that too. I don't know. Anyways, for some reason, that just made me think of that, because I don't know why. I don't know why, mate. That was a weird tangent. You can just cut all this out. Oh, it, it, I, would just, not, I would not do that you're... for the life of me.
0: <laughs> We'd miss the whole segment of Hob typing.
1: That and is th- That is one of the funds.
0: I, that's why, this is why the library gives me all this free material.
1: Exactly. That's for the those, only reason. those
0: kind of, I mean, you just can't pay for the kind of, I mean, I think... I think we have upwards of 20 people listening to this podcast. I mean, the library needs this advertising.
1: Right. Right. Because nobody's heard of the public library in whatever municipality they're, they're living in
0: quite bluntly. We, I will say based on the percentage of the people that I know are listening to or participating in this, that I have gotten to join the library since this started, it's a high percentage. So, my outreach is really good. If that were an actual thing that they were doing it, I could say, "Well, look, I got Hav Hob- hey. to get a library card. I got Marco to get a library card. Who knows? Somebody else out there that's listening might have gone and gotten a library card because they listen to this. And if they have, they should email us at HovandCharlesTalkComics at Gmail dot com, and we'll talk about it. How they got a it, library card because of this exactly. podcast. Exactly. And and maybe maybe they'll let us get more than 10 DVDs at a time.
1: Maybe. Probably not though. I, I out, I'm in a bed now.
0: I, yeah, I found out that I could only get 10 D, more only check out 10 DVDs at a time when I had AT&T internet and they started putting a a bandwidth cap cuz all I did was streaming. I'd canceled my I'd canceled cable, so I was streaming. And all of a sudden, I was getting twenty dollars extra a month on my bill, and I was looking. I called them, and they're like, "Oh, well, you're you're just using too much." And I was like, "Oh, well, I stream," and and they were like, "Well, oh, well, you must be streaming in HD." And I'm like, "Yes, I'm streaming in HD." I don't, I, I mean, they, they were aghast at the, in HD. So I was checking out. I was like, fine. So I went to the library. I was getting DVDs, the TV shows, and just, and I and I ran up against the cap limit. And I'm like, son of a
1: just you're just being thwarted at every turn
0: yeah everybody wants to limit my consumption of mass media
1: what did they expect you to stream in like is there a setting somewhere that we don't know about that says i want to stream in 1955 black and white please
0: well you can you can stream in standard definition you can set on your device whatever you're using to stream with that you do standard definition so it's not pulling as much bandwidth. But the whole idea of throttling anyway or charging me more for extra is such a BS thing just to make more money.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, it's like when they used to charge for minutes. Yes.
0: It, it, is, it is just a game. They know it's a game. They know they can get more money. And they know they can convince a group of people that it's good to charge people. that use Why, they're using more. They should pay more. You're not paying for the amount you take through. You're paying for the pipe. Sucking yeah. on that pipe harder does not hurt anybody else. I just like saying so. It's it's,
1: it's a profit thing, Charles.
0: I I am well aware of how corporate America works. Thank you very much. It's the same reason (sighs) why I I can't get fiber from ATT here, and I can get Spectrum's crappy version of cable internet, and I really can't seem to find any other high speed internet. And in Europe, they pay a shit ton less for a lot faster service. USA. Of course they do. USA. Okay. Sorry. Wow. Love it or leave it. That, yeah these well, colors don't run i i told you that that and that was our minute of that was our minute of politics
1: <laughs> well, i i got into i started to go down that rabbit trail about cult leaders and stuff oh, and and I, 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 I put the i put the i put yeah i put the break you, you you said hold off hold on hold on third don't go to home there just uh don't don't try to make a triple into a home run there why don't you just stop there I think everybody knew where I was going, so we're just going to leave it at that. I did want to point out, you did mention this is by Brian K. Vaughn, yes, the writer. And,
0: and by the way, if you'll notice what you suggested I read for the next time, Saga is also by Brian K. Vaughn.
1: I was, I was going to point that out. I I, uh,
0: I figured you were. That's why I jumped the gun and slid it in there under you. I, I slid you under got you me.
1: You, you, you stole my thunder. I How dare you attack you. me? Okay. And and the penciler on this is Pia Guerra. And then you had some beautiful covers that I saw when I looked up this comic book, painted covers too. Uh, a lot of them by I believe uh, uh, JG Jones. Okay. Uh, and they're they're really cool.
0: The covers are incredible.
1: Really cool painted covers that yeah. don't you don't see very many many painted covers. I mean, you have to go back to like Gold Key. Covers of like Doctor Solar and Turok, the, the and stuff like that to see painted covers, and these are of course different and cool and modern and just just really cool. So
0: yeah, I, I would like to point out I, one of the things like when you look at those painted covers, when they draw Yorick on the covers, he does not look anything like what he looks like in the comic, and what he looks like in the comic for anybody, I will tell you exactly who they th- there's no way they were not doing this on purpose and i am going to read the panel that proves it they're drawing peter parker yorick is peter parker and if you read enough spider-man you cannot look at him and go oh holy crap that's peter parker especially since when you first are introduced to him he's hanging upside down in
1: a straitjacket, and it is peter parker d- okay see yeah. this is why this is fun you point out stuff like this
0: here is the panel. I don't know if it was in the first arc or if it's later, but I, I immediately recognizing him is, P, is Peter Parker, and this is the tell, too. At one point, he's saying, don't get me wrong. I still want to do whatever I can to help, but my motto has always been, with little power comes little responsibility.
1: Ah, boom, shalaka-laka. There you go. All right.
0: Uh, and just on a personal note, you, you, you've heard me. You've heard me say to Jeff on occasion, I want you to diagram that sentence when he says something, right? Yeah. Okay. This is an exchange. Because of Israel's women, I now have many banging artillery to use on anyone who might brought, in tr- might brought trouble in. And York responds, yeah. man, I would love to diagram that sentence. That, that, got, yeah. that one was a personal, I got a kick out of that one, just because of <laughs> sometimes when he goes off, I'm like, I want you to diagram that sentence
1: that now I, I i was that in the six no, issue are no neither one of those two panels okay. i just read were okay. what we read that, that was just cause... she had she had an oddly worded that same character had an no, oddly the, the worded no the
0: read is not in that this is from okay. a russian woman that you'll meet later
1: okay well then the character from The israeli pa- woman is it pa- israeli woman uh-huh. she has an oddly worded sentence or or dialogue that is just weirdly worded where you could say the same thing and it's it's later on in the issue. I don't know. That's, I was thinking of that character when you, when you were mentioning that.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, well, she was referring, there's a Russian woman who was referring to them. Like I said, every volume of this is fun and it's, it, and it really flows because it truly is a journey in fairness. This is their journey across the country to her. Uh, we didn't get to that point. They meet the doctor. She's all aflutter about the monkey. She says, I have to get a blood test. And York is trying to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. He no like the needles. And the window is open and out goes the monkey. And he's like, Son, the last time it took me three hours to catch him. And then you see a scene four hours later. I can't believe it took us this long to catch this. Stup-. While they, one of the first beginning scenes, you meet a woman in Israel. Firing rubber bullets at a group of Palestinian youths throwing rocks. And she turns out to be a... She ends up, after all the men die, as basically the leader of the Israeli military. And she is called by someone to come to the U.S. because there's a man alive. They get there right after they go off to, ch- to chase the monkey out in Boston.
1: And she is hardcore.
0: Oh, yes. She's very hardcore. So when they get back to towards the lab, it's on fire. The Israelis have burned it to the ground. They think they've run because they heard them coming, which instead they were chasing their monkey, and the lab is being burned to the ground. And that's right. when they decide that they have to go across the country to San Francisco, where her secondary lab is, where she has all of the, other, the genetic material... The, the backup genetic material. She's going to need to continue her studies to try to figure out why all men are dead and can we bring men back.
1: And of course it has to be across the country in San Francisco. Yeah. Because, you know, Boston and San
0: Fr- well, Yeah, you've you got to have a reason to keep this going. And, right. And, 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 go on. and, that, and that the is- Israeli,
1: she's named Alter, correct?
0: Well, we don't know what it is. She I goes by say- Alter. We, we, she does right, not right. know her first name.
1: And they give the story there, why that is.
0: Yes, there is an old belief that if they don't know your name, God, the angel of death cannot find you. And her parents did not tell her her name because she had lost siblings, and she did, they did not want her them to die either, her to die as well. So she does not know her own name. She she has said that you can call me Alter. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and so they they, they when we we leave them. They're going to start their trek to San Francisco, correct? That is correct. And then I think right after that you find out that Yorick's sister hero is an Amazon and is it's right it's right close. I think I swear it's all in that last issue.
0: I don't I don't remember exactly when Okay. It well, yeah. well, I I I'm Anyways. Not, it could be. I, I thought it happened a little sooner than that, but maybe maybe it cause did Cuz I think it happens Right after they get the
1: motorcycles. No, you're right. It happens the issue before. Yeah. You find out about York's right before all that, all those hijinks ensue.
0: But yeah, okay. I mean, I, I said how much I liked this before I even suggested it to you, because I, I enjoyed the hell out of this.
1: Well, uh, you're not the only one that liked it. Uh, the, the, the little bit of, of quote-unquote research, Googling, I did on this, it won multiple Eisner Awards. It makes sense and, to me. And
0: it, it was brilliant, even if it is incredible. Incredibly sexist for a world run by women.
1: Hey, okay, well, there's that. Sorry. It, it, was, it was published by Vertigo, which okay. is an imprint for DC that's no longer. Is it around or do they bring back Vertigo? I don't even know. I don't pick I, up I, monthlies.
0: I don't know. I don't pay attention to publishers or artists. There's a list okay. of things I don't pay attention
1: to. Well. Okay. Well, it's I was going to say the the when the month was
0: back to last. Podcasts. my comments last podcast but I don't really pay that much attention to the publishers
1: well, well I was going to say speaking of heart these these covers are really cool and back in 2002 three when this was coming out monthly I was picking up monthly still and I'm pretty sure issue number 15 which is just I think an iconic cover it's the one that has the 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 guy in the astronaut suit with the visor halfway up and there's a skull in it Do you remember that one yes I think I picked that up just because of the cover. I was like, "Okay, I got to pick this comic book up because of that freaking cover. What is going on here?" And then I think I read it and it was like, "Okay, the first 6 issues are collected in a trade already. Let me get that." And that's why I got this thing.
0: Okay. Okay. I see that. So,
1: and I and I and I have like the first 2 I think which will take me through issue 12. Mm-hmm and maybe i just i forget i I have a few of these somewhere the floppies and then some of the the trade paperbacks so just a little a little history of me i that cover when i was scrolling through the covers i was like i'm pretty darn sure when i saw that on the on the rack i was like nope gonna buy it because of the cover because i that's how i roll so there's that so uh, this is the part in the in the show where the podcast show thing where I'm going to talk about themes, Charles. Okay. Uh, you were you were saying that these don't have anything to you know really in common. I was just you, kind of playing around, but yes. Uh, no, but you did point out the Terry Pratchett connection, which I thought was freaking cool that there is that connection. Though the one theme that I that I came up with, the one theme was outsiders. You got Doom I've never Patrol. Seen that movie. And I was not talking about the movie, but thank you for cracking me up. (laughs) Oh, that was good. Thank you. I needed that. No, just that, you know, Doom Patrol, of course, misfits, outsiders don't fit into society because the way their powers have affected them, it's so beyond. It's not like they look like Jean Grey walking around. You would, it, Unless you saw her use her telekinesis, you wouldn't you would know, you, you would know she was a mutant. Robot Man is a little robot walking around. Crazy Jane, at any given point, change, man, when she manifests certain personalities, she changes physically and has 60-something-odd personalities. you got Negative Man who's wrapped in bandages and then has a, a negative spirit f- floating around, for example. So they're outsiders. And then I was going to say York. Is now the ultimate outsider because oh, yeah. uh, he's the only dude, as far as he knows at this point in time, besides ampersand his pet monkey or monkey that he was training to be a service animal. But he what is. Being,
0: but what being the last man, he could be an insider. Wordplay. dunt
1: done. I was gonna say you're better than that, but no, 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 no. Uh-uh. no I'm uh-uh. not better than that.
0: No, there's no way. So, no. That was. No, you know that, what? That you
1: know is... what? I take that back. That, that was pretty darn good. I take that back. I'm just, I'm just upset. I didn't think of that that joke somehow instead of you. That, that was my oh, only really? takeaway. That
0: oh, maybe I am better. I love.
1: I love bad jokes. You know that.
0: Well, I know, but that you're disappointed that you didn't think of it. I, I should be better than that. <laughs> I do have a theme for why the last man. I agree with your theme. Okay. On outsiders on that. And I, yeah, I can see how he's kind of an outsider. He, he's definitely an outcast at this point because he never knows which one's going to kill him or what's going to happen. And that's kind of the fun throughout all this is the reaction when people do find out he's alive. The main theme from why the last man, at least from what I took from this is that the patriarchy is absolutely mandatory to be in effect or society will collapse.
1: Uh, of course, as, as we see in these first six issues or the, the flip side is guess what? Maybe matriarchy wouldn't be all that much better. Well, maybe, I think, I think that's maybe people of... are shitty.
0: I think that's they're, they're trying to say that except they don't have anything they can go on because the majority of I'm not look there are very bad women there are but we've tried something one way for so long the idea that oh surely if we tried it the other way it would be the exact same well no nothing's the exact same and I don't buy that I I. It's just, it bugged me when I first started reading it. I, I'm going to be very curious. And it, and again, this is with me saying, I love this comic book. I've read it all. It was awesome. It was a great comic book. I have trouble with some of what it was because it's almost all bad. The, no one handles it well.
1: Well, you've talked about stuff being dated before that we've read. Uh-huh. For example, you know when we I read the the Eternals I don't
0: want something that came out when I was in my late 20s to be this dated
1: that's what I was just going to point out we're we're talking about this that that debuted a year after 911 September uh, of 2002 and ended in 2008 I I'm looking it up now and just looked it up but you're right it is 20 years ago well, so started, pushing yeah, it started,
0: 20 it started almost 20 years ago but it ended 12 years ago anyway but so like i that, just... that was all that 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 was my, that that is my one major negative on it is i really it, it looked like nobody that there were no women in this comic book world because when he starts his march he said it when he gets to dc he said it was 2 months later that's some time for some people to 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 step up and and do some things, and this idea that no, basically from what we can see is they're going around. No one's really stepped up to do some things. There's some stuff going on, but come on, they they can't they can't figure out how to get power to people. They can't figure out how to move food. They can't figure out how, how to how to clear traffic jams out out of the way. I I don't know how to run a tow truck. I could figure it out.
1: You're right. That's right. They're, they're they're they.
0: And it's not yeah. because I have a penis. My penis doesn't magically make me know how to use a tow truck, but I could figure it out.
1: I, I, good point. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing.
0: I mean, my penis is magic.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's twice. It's twice you got me, Junior. Okay. Uh, anything else about why the last man?
0: No, I think I've torn down something I like a lot too much. <laughs>
1: You really have. You usually reserve this type of critical analysis for stuff I recommend. Hey. And in fact, you did a 180 on Doom Patrol from your from in your first it, take on yeah.
0: it. I I did. Well, sometimes I got deeper. It it got deeper to me and and I like I said I may go back and I may read all of his run on it because of looking at it through a new lens. And sometimes sometimes when you open it for a new lens and that that might be what going on with me with Why the Last Man, is I thought yeah. about that the first time when I read it, but I was really loving it, so I read the whole thing, and then I started reading it again, and I'm like, oh, okay, come on now. So I, I think that might have something to be said for it, w- looking at it in a new way as you read something.
1: I, I think you're absolutely right. Well, speaking of, going back to Doom Patrol, what I I think I'm going to do is go back and start with issue 1 of this second volume and read the first, you know, 1 through 18. Get back to the so in scene where we, the whole thing we goes. Lost you. We lost you. There. Okay. So, you no, go uh,
0: back and reread 1 through 18
1: of the volume 2 that comes right before of, of of the Doom Patrol 4 issue arc that we reread re- okay. and then keep on going with the Grant Morrison run okay. uh, when, uh for the rest of of his of his tenure, their okay. tenure. So. So, yeah. Yeah. um, And look, I don't think I'm done with why the last man either. There's just more and more uh, in the to be read pile.
0: I got you. And and I'm going to I'm going to add to it, because fortunately what I chose and we're kind of we're kind of up against the eight ball here because this is Wednesday and it this episode drops Friday of the next week. Right. So that means we only have a few weeks to, and I, 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 you, we have at the most two weeks to read the next stuff before we get in, because I do have to have some editing time to edit around my schedule. I want you to read something that's kind of long. Okay. And it's going Well, to, it's, just, it's
1: just picture books. I mean, yeah, it can't take that long.
0: Well, it can't take that long for me, but you, <laughs> you're not a strong reader, as you've said more than once.
1: I, I, I do take my time sometimes. Okay, what is so it? That's fine. Drop it, it on.
0: It is Spider Island.
1: I got nothing. spider Spider Island. Island.
0: Spider-Island, Spider-Man, Spider-Island. It is, it is, I I checked it yesterday. It is on Hoopla. It is the, when New York is being turned into spiders. It starts with everyone getting spider powers in New York and it's Spider-Man fighting it. And it's, it's fun, comic booky fun. It's an event. It's a big event, Spider-Island.
1: Is it is it six one six? Is this six one six? Yeah, it
0: is the main timeline. Dan Slott, okay, wrote it. best best Spider Man writer in the six one six. That's exactly. a, that's a bold statement. It is, it is especially okay. since a lot of people don't like him, and those people are. Wrong. i I've,
1: I've I've noticed that on the Twitter. At, there is there there is some vehement dislike of Mister Slot,
0: and 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 they are incorrect.
1: You like him better than Bendis on. The Ultimate Spider-Man?
0: I said in the 616, I chose my words carefully, were you not listening?
1: Oh, I, I, I'm not a good listener.
0: Yeah, no, I said he is the best Spider-Man writer in the 616.
1: Gotcha. They okay.
0: are they are too different for me to compare and contrast the two things because Bendis was writing a completely different Spider-Man in a completely different universe. And, and I know that sounds like a cop-out to say because I love Bendis. He was not dealing with the backstory the way slot was he was not dealing with he he got to play in his own little sandbox and he played wonderfully and he invented miles morales which was incredible but slot had to work with everything that came before
1: and help help me out and maybe those that i was not a big spider-man reader is this before after they did away with the marriage of mary jane and peter this is after
0: yeah this is after a brand new day
1: Okay, and, and was that Dan Slott? No,
0: Dan Slott okay. started. I didn't think so. Right around the time when he didn't, well, that was uh, the writers didn't decide to do that. Uh, Dan that Slott, was editorial. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was he who shall not be named because I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. It's nothing to do with. Is it that. Joe Joe Casada? It, it maybe yes. Was he
1: was he was he in charge? Back I don't know. I think Anyways, so. I, I think
0: you're correct that that's the name I think I was looking for, but I, I I'm not I'm not. Married to that. What I believe, and again, I'm not a, I, I'm not a historian on this stuff. My, my, but the books I've read go way before this uh, about comic book stuff. But if I remember correctly, Dan Slott started writing not as like the main writer, but they had a number of writers, and he was writing books within once they started a brand new day. So he started writing that, and then he eventually took over and was the writer of Amazing. And then they, I think, I can't remember when they just went to, there have been lots of different Spider-Man comics, and I'm making finger quotes for Havs, and all of you at home, I have to tell you, there have been a number of different lies. We talked about last week, the Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man that became Spectacular, Web of Spider-Man, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Amazing... Those were the three, those, Spectacular Web and Amazing were the three that I read as a kid.
1: Those were the big three. Well, there was yeah. Marvel, te- he was a Marvel team up too yeah, for he was a Marvel- long time. And I would
0: pick that up too, but that, that was, yeah, it was basically, it was a Spider-Man comic. I, I would yeah. read, I, I have a bunch of those, and I, I also had the uh, Marvel Tales, which was old Spider-Man reprints. Right. So, you you pulled me off sides talking Spider-Man. Where was I?
1: Dance Uh, Slott, where he comes in.
0: And then they basically just, there's just one title. It's amazing. And it, instead of having three comics, three different Spider-Man comics, they have just amazing three times. So it's publishing almost, amazing publishes almost weekly. I think there's, I think it's three out of four weeks a month. There's a Spider-Man comic, which is awesome. And they decided, and this is kind of when I started picking back up I went for a short run, oh, not long after I moved into my place, I started picking up just Amazing Spider-Man, actual reading, and I got a stack of them, and I bought a bunch of the pre-issues, and then I went through, and it was great to have a, a new comic every week, and I was like, okay, this is cool, and then I stopped doing nice. that, and got Marvel Unlimited, because that's awesome.
1: Yeah, Which, but it's still kind of wonky sometimes, the Marvel Unlimited. It's hard to find stuff sometimes that you would think would be really easy to find on it. Have you found that to be true? Like no. when you're trying to search for a specific arc? Okay, maybe it's just, maybe for, it's just that no, I'm not... No,
0: searching for a specific arc can be difficult. You, what you have to do is you have to find where that arc is online and uh, Google that and then just read those issues. Because they don't do it. Yeah. They, they do. It is so much better than DC's.
1: Maybe that. Maybe I'm just confusing the two. One of them it's I just remember DC having is, a heck of a time yeah, finding DC, stuff. Oh, it's it's, it's is DC. almost
0: impossible to do anything. And you know why I haven't gotten it? Because they charge more than Marvel. Because I was going to get it. Because you were like, no, it's like this much money. And I went on. It's more. It's more than Marvel. And I'm like, you know what? I. You don't have as much on there yet, and it's impossible to use. So hard pass.
1: There you go. Yeah. That, that. um okay so spider island from amazing spider-man then is it is it from amazing spider-man back then i,
0: I believe it was amazing yeah it, it, it there's okay. there's some venom in it i'm telling you go to hoopla and just download the, the collection spider island collection that's what we'll do it'll be that arc and because there's some venom in there too because venom took part in it and i i remember really enjoying this so we'll read it and if you like it i'll be happy if you don't like it i'll still be happy but i'll make fun of you
1: sure 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 the no for I, I i like event books so i that going into it i'm kind of psyched about it yeah, um, no, it was
0: a fun event that i'm sure tons and tons of people hated but i don't read about things like that because you do i don't because i just don't care about other people's opinions wait that sounds uncool i don't care you're, if you're somebody so, you're so cool I charles love. no i'm not no oh god no oh god no Having a podcast is not cool, Hav, no matter what that damn poll I put on Twitter that time said.
1: It, it's H- true. H- H- I think H- three people said it was.
0: Yeah. Well, that, that's, it, the majority of people responding to the poll said, yes, having a comic book podcast is cool. And, and people have responded to me when I've told Real Life people, hey, I have a comic book podcast. They go, that's cool. I'm like, no, no, it's not.
1: And then you ask them, well, have you listened? And they're like, hey, so uh, how, how you been? <laughs>
0: Well, that's the other thing. People will, at times, sometimes call me a nerd, and they don't like the reaction they get, because the reaction is, well, yeah, I have a comic
1: book podcast. (laughs) There you go. There you go. What was I going to say? Well, speaking of the island thing, I, I was just remembering an uncanny X-Men arc that uh, that Spider-Man's in from the from the mid-80s that has to do with the island being taken over by a by a a bad wizard, not Doctor Strange. Uh did do you did you ever read that? I don't think so. It it's 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 smack dab in the 80s and I'll look it up. But, but that that's for another time okay. because I'm sticking with my suggestion that I said I was oh. going to suggest we read because yeah.
0: We're doing, we're doing I've Saga. Never,
1: I've never read it. I know. I just know enough about it that it is Brian Vaughn. Brian got it. I've heard Okay. nothing but good things about it, and we're losing it right at oh, the yeah, end. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah.
0: No, it's, you've been gone for a while. Uh, okay,
1: so but my suggestion is Saga because I've heard nothing but good things about it on comic book Twitter for way, way too long. I want to say it's been out since the early 2010s. And and for a while, and now is on a hiatus of some type.
0: Okay, so I want to talk about this real quick, because for those of you listening at home or on the road or wherever you listen to this podcast, thank you for listening. I was over at Hobbs' house on Friday, and we were sitting in his living room on his ni- very nice, redone new new home. Uh, it's not a new home. It's this old home that he just had some light remodeling done. It looks very nice. Um, thank you. They did a good job. And we're talking about, well, what we always talk about, comic books. And I look over where he has some comic books. And he has a shit ton of Saga comics. And I said, oh, so you've already read it. He's like, I, I haven't I haven't read this. So he has dropped like a $1,000 on Saga comic books. Because, I mean, they're these fancy hardbound, leather-bound. Actually, I'm sorry. They're just trades. But still, I'm like, wait, what?
1: E- eBay is dangerous. Because guess what? I think, you know, those retailed for something crazy per, per yeah, I think there's three, I know, there's three volumes that I have. I think I said, you know what? I forget what I bid. It was 10, 15, 20 bucks a piece. And I thought, you know what? Cover price was something outrageously way more than that. And I was like, you know, that's not a, if, if I get it, I doubt, I doubt I'm going to get it. I'm going to make my top bid X. And then I won. And then I haven't read him so there's that
0: i i I will tell you when i first got into i i I talked about getting back into reading comic books from the library and one of the first things i got back into reading comic books was ultimate spider-man really got me into it and the way i got that was from amazon's used book section not amazon because buying them from amazon man you got to pay full price Mm -hmm. but i could find them i looked up like volume one and I think I found it with like slight problems, used bookstore right. for like two bucks. Well, I had to pay $3.95 to get it, but I could get or $2.95 is shipping and handling that you had to pay. Shipping it, it, it I, the shipping and handling on a lot of these were more than both. I bought two of them from the same bookseller and they would have got, come book rate, but I, I will give and if I knew the name of the the used bookstore that did this. I would call them out because they were wonderful they realized that i had bought these two volumes from them and i had to pay on each volume because it wouldn't pair it so you buy this one you pay x amount shipping and handling you buy this one you pay x amount shipping and handling so instead of sending it the book rate the way they would normally they overnighted those two to me and i was nice. like that i i that was one of the coolest that's small mom and pop type store business because they're like dude we're sending this to this guy he paid us this much money hey, we're going to pocket, we'll still pocket some money and we can just overnight this thing to him. Get it, I, I got it second day or so. I, I don't think it was overnighted, but you know what I mean. It was just, yeah. should have taken a week and it was there. I was like, oh my gosh, it kind of sucked because it was book two and three and I had to wait on book one. And I'm like, dang it.
1: No, I, I hear you. No, so so I, I do remember this getting this the saga, I think last year sometime, because again, i had read so much about it and then saw that the first so many issues were collected in these in these nice hardcovers that I looked on eBay, and the, the, I, I looked it up just now. The cover price, brand new for these hardcovers, each was fifty bucks. And I think they were for, for 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 up for auction. And I think I put in a bid for like ten or fifteen bucks each. Thinking somebody's gonna outbid me.
0: Yeah. Uh, whoops. You, my you, bad. You put how much? In for I each? think 10,
1: ten or fifteen bucks each.
0: Oh, okay. That's still you. You did. You should have gone less, but.
1: Yeah, but I was like, yeah, hey, that's I, I kind of wanted them, Yeah, and, and and I do hate when I make a bid, and somebody outbids me by like two or three bucks, I was okay. like, ah, oh, son like, of a gun. I'll pay
0: what, if, I, what if, I think it's worth. This is how much I'm willing to pay for this. That's it. Yeah. I uh, One of the reasons I really wanted it is I had leafed through at Barnes & Noble a giant tome hardcover thing that Barnes & Noble wanted $50 for. And I would go when I was at Barnes and Noble buy another books. And again, this was back before I realized the uh, public library was so awesome. Again, I realized that this looked amazing, and I really wanted to read it. But I could not bring myself to buy pay fifty bucks for a hard covered comic book, especially since me reading it was going to destroy the. I mean, it, it, it it's so I mean it was, would have been so unwielding to read. Yep. I I love I love the comic books on my iPad. I just, I just love it.
1: You know what? I, here's the thing. I have an iPad mini. Do you have a full-size iPad?
0: I used to have a mini, and I read Chromebooks. I, I, I have I, a regular I'm this,
1: one now. I'm this close to getting a Chromebook. Okay. And one of the reasons, and one of those flippable open kind of, because the Chromebooks are kind of smaller, uh-huh. and they're, anyway, rabbit trail, whatever. They're, they're incredibly affordable. You get a Chromebook for sure refurbished for 100 200 bucks but even some of the newer the new ones are less than 300 bucks okay and they're they can be touchscreen and you can flip them open and use them like a pad like an ipad anyways or i'm just going to get a full-sized ipad just... because the the mini is just a little too small to, to it's just a little frustrating to read the comic books on it quite frankly for me okay i, I still I, I still do it don't get me wrong
0: yeah no it, it... Are you trying to read the full page on the thing at a time? No, no, no. It I so it uh, goes small and
1: yeah. I I well because sometimes I want to see the whole page well, and yeah, then I'll and then I'll double yeah, yeah and then I and then I get into the frame by frame. I then yeah. I I'll, I'll click it and get into the frame by frame thing, which is a cool aspect of it. Yeah, which is very cool. But but yeah. So saga. It, uh, it,
0: it, it was better when I got the when my it was sad when my mini died. My I had I, I when my second mini died. I got because I was pricing and I could get at Costco for about the same price as a new mini. I could get the just iPad. It's not one of the, it's not an iPad pro. It's not an, it's just the, the Costco lower end iPad. They don't have the mini. They have this and it's bigger and I do like it better. Okay. Uh, Cause it's also, I don't know if you've noticed, I have very large hands.
1: Just, you're just trying to brag now, but no, go ahead. I
0: just, I just have big hands and I can still, it's not so big that I can't wield it with one hand.
1: Ah, I gotcha.
0: So, so I can, I can still use it like I did my mini. Cause my mini to me was like a big phone. Yeah. I, Cause I could really, this one I can palm, but it's, it's a stretch, but it, it, it does increase the size of it more. You can also, by the way, landscape when you're doing it.
1: I've, I've, I've it'll tried. Make it, it'll make I've, it
0: when you're doing the, the page by page, sometimes better. And sometimes, the depending on what you're reading a comic book on, they don't work as great. I have noticed that the DC one, again, the DC app sucks. <laughs> they, they, they're just trying to say, we want Marvel to be better. And I'm like, dude, I've watched the Marvel app get better. I've not watched the DC app get better. So
1: It's almost like they're not trying very hard at yeah, some be, stuff.
0: Because they're not.
1: <laughs> oh, All well.
0: Right. I think we've mentioned the email that y'all should send us emails to. Uh Havis promised to send you, no matter how old you are, a beer if you send us an email.
1: That's right. Um, he's, Through he's, the US I'm just gonna violate all sorts of interstate laws if you live out of state too, by the way.
0: He's gonna mail you a beer. Um what what he doesn't mean what what he really means is he's going to soak an envelope in beer and mail it to you.
1: Or I'm just gonna find uh Drizzly or, or what other, you know, liquor beer delivery service in your burg. And just get it sent to you, maybe. Um,
0: he's, he's going to send you a comic book, he said. He, he, he really wants someone other than me to tell him something about comics. So please, please let Hav know something about comic books other than the, someone other than me talk to Hav about comic books. And it's Hav and Charles talk comics at gmail.com. and we yeah. also have we both have our Twitter. Hav yeah. is: Hav I'm Anzo at... Tweets.
1: Correct. And and you're at Herring Red Real. Correct? Yes,
0: that is correct. And what is what is our unpaid intern tweet as?
1: J and spelled out. So J A N D C talk comics. That's our Twitter handle for the the podcast where the unpaid intern just throws shade all over us. Mostly me.
0: He's kind of a dick.
1: Kind kinda. I like kind of it. a Kind of a big he wor- dick.
0: He works for free. Yeah, he does. So he's, he's cool. paid in Hobbes' tears. I'm paid in <laughs> Hobbs laughter. Which is plentiful on both, on both he, counts. He makes more than I do.
1: <laughs> hey, to everybody that has tuned in again, uh, once again, uh, for episode nine of the podcast, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really, I'll speak for Charles on this one, we really do appreciate it.
0: Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Thank you very much. Y'all have a great... Whatever you're doing for the rest of the day, you're doing it on.
1: Bye, Charles.
0: Bye, Hoff.